Oh. Uh... Becky and Cam hotline. <laughs> Hi, hurry up. This is Becky speaking. Cam is also on the line. What's your problem? Hi there. And Cam hotline. It's the Becky and Cam hotline. We're here. We're not queer, but, but we wish we were. We wish we were, and we're friends with plenty of people that are, and and that counts for something in this goddamn day and age. Absolutely. Yes. Yeah. Confirm or deny it counts for something. Okay. <laughs> okay. Cool. <laughs> sorry, guys. If you're listening and you're gay, I'm so sorry about him. He just he's what. So- you just you take liberties with the community. I'm I've got plenty of friends that are queer or queer adjacent. Yeah, but you didn't have to like move to the front of the line at Mardi Gras <laughs> and like and you were pushing people like you, you I, I, did. I, I saw yeah, you rip a twink okay. from that float and take <laughs> his uniform, leaving him bare naked on the streets uh-huh. as you wore his uh-huh. outfit. Uh-huh. And kind of started chanting and making yourself the center of the of attention. I don't know what the big deal was about me taking a rainbow flag and putting my Twitter and Instagram handle on it, and just sort of getting my name out there that way. Yeah, Why was that bad? It's not like bad. It's just not. It's not. It's like frowned upon, right? In a way that's bad. Yeah. Actually, okay. Yeah, it's bad. Okay, and and I just want to yeah, I just want to say to the community like yeah. I'm so sorry. Um, and I my support was that I didn't even attend Mardi Gras because I just didn't even want to like <laughs> be. I didn't want to take. And you've anything. done that for all the rallies and protests. <laughs> yeah, like for I don't want to send to myself. Yeah. So I just let it be about you know them and their community, and and I just stay yeah. home and like watch. The office. I did see you at one rally on Instagram. You posted it was an Australia Day. You kept calling it Australia Day. No, no. And it was you in the story saying like it's our country no, and stuff like that. No, that's another brunette. Oh, okay. Yeah, well, you all of, look alike. Yeah, exactly. Well, that's <laughs> that's part of the protest. It was we don't look alike. We are very. <laughs> was, we were having our own mini protest within the biggest scope of the day. Oh well, it was exciting to see. Anyway, mm. have you been coping with lockdown? Um. I actually haven't minded it too much. I feel like I'm not that super motivated at the moment, so it's kind of come at a good time. Mm. What about you? Um, I went freaking gut. It's so funny. It's only been like a week, mm. but already Sydney people are like, I'm losing my fucking mind. <laughs> yeah. it's that. I mean, I have got like general depression and just like... I don't know, kind of I'd love to just be at the bar having like six drinks and yeah. just going crazy. And like what would those drinks be? Vodka Red Bull? Yeah. Vodka soda? Red wine. Red wine. Red wine and Red Bull. Yeah. And then um, a screwdriver. And then just like a milkshake. <laughs> yeah. 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 Okay, that's cool. Yeah. So there's been that, but I haven't been going crazy. Like I'm, I don't get bored. Like I can just sit. I've dragged the mattress into the lounge room, like full school holiday style. <laughs> I haven't gone crazy. I've just put my bed in the living room. <laughs> and I wake up at 11 every day, but it's like- I'm feeling really good. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm eating whatever I want and yeah. I'm jerking off all the time. Yeah. And I'm feeling great. I feel really good. <laughs> my dream is always to drag the mattress into the living room. Oh, it was so fun. Like me and my boyfriend were just like, 
should we do it? And we're like, oh, my God, why haven't we? Yeah. And we just, like, mattress in the lounge room, heater, like, oh bag of chips, God. watch a movie, sleep in, yeah. just, like, whatever we want to do. It's actually pretty good. The slug life. Slug life. Full slug life. By the way, did you end up getting that slug life stomach tattoo? I did, but it got infected yeah. and then it just sort of, like, it all came away. Yeah, shedding, off. shedding. Yeah. <laughs> they said it only happens in one in ten million people, so. Yeah. well for all our listeners out there in lockdown we're with you we're here for you we love you sorry you didn't say how you were going hmm um sort of breeze right over that i deleted twitter nice yeah so i'm doing well Mm. yeah it's funny like it's it's you you have such bad mental health when you're on twitter but it's also a sign of mental health when you can't even be on there at all oh yeah yeah (laughs) When you can't. Like, yeah, it's one or the other. Yeah, like I always know someone in my life's crazy if they've deleted their social media. Oh, my God. Because I'm like, you can't even engage in it yeah. healthily. I've deleted Facebook like 10 times. Mm. And I remember when I was like 22 and I deleted it for the first time, I did like a huge, like three days of posting about it. <laughs> I was like, guys, three days left. So... <laughs> Send through your numbers if you yeah, want to keep in contact. get in touch this way or this way. Oh, my God. I'll only so be available on all the other social media platforms. <laughs> <laughs> and then, of course, I come crawling back. Yeah. And speaking of crawling back, we've had, um, we've had, hopefully our listeners have come crawling back to this mm. show. That's my dream. Please crawl back. All right, let's jump into it. Let's go to our first call. <laughs> Hi, my boyfriend broke up with me on Wednesday and I'm really heartbroken, but... I want to know when is an appropriate amount of time before I download a dating app again. So, yeah, any advice on that, what app I should download, that would be great. Thank you. Well, I think the first app you need to download is Domino's. Yeah. Domino's Tracker. Oh, my God. Yeah, fuck the dating apps. Get all the food ones. Domino's, KFC Home Delivery. Yeah, I saw another one the other day. It's Foodini. (laughs) (laughs) There's all these ones we've never heard of. Yeah. And don't forget about menu log. We always forget about menu log. Menu log has a lot of options. And Deliveroo. Yeah. We're like, yeah, 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 sure, sure, sure. Mm. I'm going to stick with Uber Eats. It knows what I like. No, try other. Try the other ones. Foodora. It's like yep. food and a fedora. I forgot about fedora. Yeah. It's it's a perfect name because you've got the fedora, which everyone likes, and then you've got food that everyone likes. It's like, cool. <laughs> so first things first, I'd say get all the food apps and just Go crazy. Get get large. Yeah, get large. Get, get large. In charge. Get in charge. <laughs> Change your name to Marge. <laughs> get on a barge. Yeah, and um, and then just sort of float out into the sea and and die. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. You might feel like you want to die at the moment. It's very sad when you have a breakup. You know, God, like. Mm. I, I, I pine for those times where mm. my heart was yearning for this person or that person. I'd sit in a bar by myself and I'd imagine that someone was watching me be sad. And- fucking main character <laughs> syndrome. You might have been the first person to have it. Yeah. Which in a way makes you the main character the main of character. main characters. Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, like there, there was a certain performance to being sad, like kind of like, oh, look at me in my 20s mm. being sad. Being like lovelorn. This, yeah, like this is such a thing that happens in movies and now it's happening to me. I want to know what it's like to be single in these times. You know, like you want to get on the dating apps, fine. How do you fuck in a pandemic? Like 
are the uh, maybe the glory hole should have a comeback around mm. this time where it's just like purely safe. We go, all right, come over, but yeah. you hang on one side of the door, and yeah. I've I've cut a hole in it. It's perfectly safe. It's padded. It's yeah. Sanitary. It's like medical. It's very medical. It should be a medical jerking off station because it's like people don't. Some people don't want the stigma of like going to see like a sex worker or like going to get mm. a sexy massage or whatever. Sexy like massage. Sexy massage. A Thai yeah. massage. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. But so to be able to like book in, like you book in on a clean looking app and it's like mm. you go and it's really nice. And there's a wall and it's it's Instagrammable. <laughs> like yes. they've put a mural it's on the funky. wall. It's got like ne- a neon sign. It's got a neon line that says come. Yeah. And there's a little hole cut out and you put your dick through there and yep. someone on the other side does... Whatever. Whatever they want. And the other side of that wall also looks beautiful. Yeah. You're allowed to look through it at the start. There's a little, like, peephole mm. and you can look through and decide. If you want or if you don't, you yeah. can close it up. Yeah. So should we make glory holes like a trendy Maybe. new thing? That could be our new business idea. Yeah, we'll bring back the glory hole. Yeah, trendy, medic, like, trend, just, it's like popping into a Starbucks. Yeah, and they're everywhere. Yeah. And we, we go too big too fast where we like we overextend ourselves as a business. Yeah, we go fully bankrupt again. Yeah, yeah. and then the holes become decrepit. Mm. One side of them stays good, but the other side turns into fucking yeah. just filth. And and there's like rats in there and yeah. stuff. Yeah, sometimes a rat's sucking you off. Yeah. And you just have to cop that. Yeah. You just have in to case go, oh, well. I guess we're in a pandemic, so. <laughs> I've actually gone on a website to look up safe ways that you can be single during the pandemic and also have sex. Um, Becky, uh, maybe this is something you'd be interested in. You can um, you can have a questionnaire okay. that you make them fill out. Oh, cool. Of just like where they've been. Like a mental health plan. <laughs> yeah. So you, you start flirting with them online and then yeah. you're like, hey, can you just fill out this? It's like five click-through pages. Oh, cool, like admin and stuff. Yeah, like, there's like, like a admin. chore, homework. Yeah, and like they put like their name, first name, their given name, their preferred name. Mm. There's a drop-down for gender and you can put male, female or prefer not to disclose. It's pretty woke. Cool, great. It's, it's actually I'd be like, cool. can you disclose? <laughs> I'm looking for a guy. And then it's like, where have you been? What have you been up to? Have you been in contact with anyone with COVID? Stuff like that. Oh. Um, and then you make them give you three points of ID so you can check that with New South Wales Health to right. make sure that they are clean and, aren't lying. Yeah. And maybe to be safe, the two of you go and get a test together. Oh, yeah. So it's like you just go to your nearest. You check thing. her gag reflex. Yeah, she, yeah. Well, that's something for the yeah. fellas. Yeah, they go. They whisper to the nurse and go, stick it. Yeah, right back there. I want to see, see how what's far going it can on. go. Yeah, and maybe she whispers to the nurse like, stick it in his dick hole. I want to see yeah. if he's clean down there too. Yeah, check his ass. Does check he wipe? His ass out. <laughs> check out his bookshelf. What's yeah. he reading? Yeah. What pods is he listening to? Yeah. What groups is he in on Facebook? And then you guys. Have you wait for the results? You have sex, and then you have to isolate together for like forty-eight hours until the results come back. Right, and I think that's cool. So you're saying that that's how? Oh, I forgot the final step, which is um, you you could shave your pubes above your pussy into a QR code (laughs) and make them scan it before they go in. (laughs) Is that a good idea? Yeah. 
Yeah, it's good. Like it's it's just like kind of weird. Why? And it's complicated. Pubes are you can't really shave pubes that efficiently. I don't think unless you've got a really minuscule razor. So maybe another step of our business could be sh- sharing little razors where you can kind of make those details. Okay. Well, so we could partner up with Manscaped. Okay. Because they have wonderful pube trimming technology. Yes, they do. And we're not currently sponsored by them, but we were. we're hoping to kind of woo them back. (laughs) Yes. So (laughs) we're partnering up with Manscaped to do this whole QR code pube trimming thing, and we're really hoping it's going to take off. Yeah. So if you could tweet or, or like, Instagram your support. Yeah. Maybe tweet out a photo of your pubes. Yep. Yeah. Just do it. Just and do it and Don't see. tag us or anything. Just We just want to see what, like, reactions it gets. <laughs> anyway. What do you think this person should do? Oh, I don't know. It's definitely a tough time at the moment. I mean, we don't know she's in Sydney. I would wait a little while. I do think, like, people who get straight back into it, you know, often further down the track, hmm. they, they have a, a few issues. Because they've sort yeah. of suppressed their emotions the whole time. And then I think people who kind of take the time to heal and think about the relationship and mourn it a bit, they end up at the end of that period being able to date more efficiently. Right. Yeah. So maybe like I'm sure a lot of her friends are saying got to get out there and get yeah. on it. You're saying the opposite maybe? Yeah. I don't think, Take your time. I don't think you need to get on it and get out there immediately if you don't feel like it. But yeah. if you're like when can I do it, then I don't know, now. Yeah, you, you, that's another thing. You don't have to call us up and ask for permission to, like, <laughs> yeah. fuck random people. Just do it. Yeah, In like fact, we're we not don't, your parents. Yeah, we don't really even want to know about it. No. Like, it makes us sick because we actually knew you when you were a child. Yeah, we remember when you were really little and now we're thinking of you yeah, being like sexual you. and stuff like that. And it's just like... We used to give you baths and stuff. You probably don't remember, yeah. but we were like a... Yeah, um, male, female nannying team. Yeah, was it called the nanny and the manny, and we had a very popular run there for a brief for a while, time yeah. in the nineties, early two thousands. We had a franchise. Yeah, that went south because, because of uh, accusations of theft, which turned out to be true. Yeah, we were both uh, stealing unbeknownst from the to bank. each other, so yeah. it was a, a nightmare. Maybe if one of us had taken a couple hun- hundo. Oh, yeah, well, that's the thing. One of us was taking money, siphoning money from the credit cards, and the other one was taking precious jewels and mm, family like, heirlooms like and gold stuff. gold and stuff. Yeah. yeah. So, But we were great with kids. Like, we were really they good with kids. They couldn't fault us. And we were really good with you, and we loved watching you grow up. Mm. Um, and now to hear that you're kind of wanting to, to insert things into your vagina. No, don't even Well, say yeah. It. Exactly. Yeah. So maybe next time you call, like, tell us a story about how your studies are going or yeah. whether you've made a new friend or if you've been trying out dermaplaning or something. But mm. please don't ask us to sort Recommend of... restaurants, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. sweets that you've seen on Instagram that look nice. Yeah. A um, new lamp. Yeah. But don't tell us about, like, you know, like dicks and pussies and, yeah. you know, all that Because honestly, sort of stuff. it just makes me think you're a slut. Yeah. Okay. On to yeah. the next call. Thank you. Hey guys, massive fan. If you haven't read Becky's book yet, I totally recommend it. Hey, so this has got a few layers, this question. Uh, basically, my sister and I have a pretty rough relationship. She went off the rails for a bunch of years and she became an agent of chaos, which has uh, caused a number of issues in the family. Now, she found out recently that she was 27 weeks pregnant. A few months ago, uh, we were sitting around brainstorming baby names and she came up with this name, Amelia. 
Now, my instant reaction was, ooh, that's the girl my ex left me for. Now, my dog shit ex and I were together for 10 years, so it wasn't a quick relationship. And um, now my niece's name is Amelia. And, I mean, am I being unreasonable or is my sister an actual bitch? <laughs> Let me know. Thanks, guys. Bye. Thank you for calling. First things first, I, I want to hear more about your sister. Like you're really going on about your problem and like your ex <laughs> and all this shit. But you started with like, hey, my sister's an agent of chaos. Yeah. How can I not want to hear more about this chick? What is she? <laughs> she's 27 weeks pregnant. She just randomly realized she's 27 weeks pregnant. Like, oh, shit. Fucking hell, 27 weeks. Shit. She's an agent of chaos. What does that mean? Does she like? That's a really. Is she like a criminal? Is she? That's a very like um fancy way to be like she she got into meth. Yeah, totally. <laughs> Agent totally. of chaos. Yeah, it's actually it makes it sound cool. It makes yeah. me want to get into meth. Yeah, I want to like be in a movie with her. I want to know more about her. In fact, I wish she called up. Yeah. I'd love to talk to this chick and find out what her story is. Uh, I'd also like to say thanks for the book plug. Um, mm. Yeah, really appreciate mm. that. Yeah, a lot happened in that call. Yeah. That was about 40 seconds and we got a plug for you. We got this sister agent who's an agent of chaos. of chaos who just discovered she's 27 weeks pregnant. Yeah, so there's like issues with that. Yeah, which, but then, and you glossed over that. Yeah, you're like a runaway train. You're like, no time, no time to explain. <laughs> i got to get to my issue, which is that she named her baby... Amelia, which is the name of the woman that my ex of 10 years left me for. Yeah. Which is, which is um, another story. Whole another, other, whole other story of gloss straight yeah. past, straight to this innocent child called Amelia that you hate. Yeah. Oh, yeah, and you hate a baby. <laughs> <laughs> you know okay. what? I think we've discovered who the true agent of chaos is in this yeah, story. it's you. It's you, you freaking psychopath. <laughs> I want to give you an exercise where... There's one really big issue and you couch it in a bunch of other non-consequential stuff. (laughs) So let's say like you're trying to explain something to someone in a hurry and the actual problem is that your wife has been gunned down, but you do it in the most convoluted way. Okay. Okay. All right. All right. So what's going on? Hi. um, Oh, God. Okay. So my my car broke down on the way here and I had to sprint. uh, So I'm a little bit out of breath. But anyway, so basically about an hour ago... For, I got first. Of all, I got attacked by a dog like four days ago. That's a whole other thing. But I, I did get attacked by a dog, and I think the wound has started to get septic, and it's making me feel like yeah. loopy. So I'm a little bit out of sorts. So anyway, an hour ago, before the car broke down, and I'm feeling loopy because of the dog bite. Yeah, I'm out at a restaurant with my wife, and for, I know these guys who run the restaurant, and they're really nice guys. They got it done by like an insurance scam that happened yeah, years yeah. ago. Like pe- the their place burnt down, and the insurance think that they burnt it down themselves, but they actually didn't. They're actually really nice guys. Yeah, yeah. Um, so we're out there at this restaurant. I'm feeling a bit weird. I get up to go to the bathroom, mm. right? Which first of all. It's weird because I never go to the bathroom in public because when I was a kid, yeah. I uh, got my head held under. Oh, shit. Uh, yeah, like You're a, a toilet. Of yeah, I'm a victim of bullying and my head got held in the toilet for six minutes. <laughs> Holy shit. Yeah, and it was surprising to everyone that I could hold my breath for that long. Wow. Um, but the sad thing was that it was like filled with urine and feces and stuff like that. So I was like oh. down there for a long time. Yeah. Six, four minutes. 
And during that time, I I yeah. saw my whole life flash before my eyes. Oh, shit. Yeah. Man, that, you've lived such an interesting life. Yeah, but that's not why I'm here to talk oh, to you because okay. I'm in the restaurant. I get up to go to the bathroom yeah. and there's like four guys in leather jackets, which I am against because I'm vegan yeah, and I yeah, don't like yeah. the leather and stuff like yeah. that. And um, I'm like walking towards them. They're walking towards me. They walk straight past me. One of them pulls out. A fucking AK forty seven. Shit. And I'm like, he's gonna kill me. And then I and then I realized that he wasn't gonna kill me. He actually shot straight past me. And do you know who it hit? Do you know? Who? Can you guess? One of the guys you were with? No. Keep guessing. Um, like the waitress? No, but I did have a problem with her because I think she was. Did, racist. Did, who did it Because my cousin used to date yeah, her who? and I I heard that she one time she said like really bad words. Okay, about that, that's awful. But people. like, what happened? Do you want to hear what she yes. said? Yes. <laughs> you want to hear the racist things? No, I don't. No, no. I want to hear who the bullet hit. Oh, my wife in what? the head. What? Yeah, and so, that's why I've dragged her in here. Can you fix her, please? Yeah, but why did you order a frappuccino before you even started? <laughs> <laughs> Classic <laughs> comedy. Oh, that's comedy right there. I love that it. That was great, Cam. I loved that. That was that's a freak. Pure. I freaked out, but I loved it. I loved it too. That was awesome. Um, I don't know what to yeah, tell I this don't know. woman. I mean, I've definitely, I have had it, I can't really go into it, but I've had a thing where there's been another woman and the name you just cannot ever detach from it. Sure. You, you, but you can't because you meet someone new that has, Who that, has name, that name and you like and them. Then, yeah, and then that like a baby, like a baby that's innocent, a and fresh, cute, a blank slate that hasn't done anything wrong. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so I would say that um, whilst it m- may still feel a little bit weird, and I and I actually do totally understand that it will get better. Well, it's like she's asking what she should do. The baby's already born. Yeah, it's already named. You can't mm. do anything about it. Yeah. And you how- could give it another cool nickname like Agent of Chaos. You call it like <laughs> Baby of or like Angel of Heaven. Yeah, okay. Well, if you give it a cool nickname that sticks, like how Miley Cyrus's birth name isn't Miley, it's like whatever the fuck it is. Amelia. It's something it's like <laughs> Amelia or something. <laughs> <laughs> but she got called Miley because it rhymed with Smiley or something, and now it's just her name. So mm. if you can do like a cool thing like that, yeah, Amelia, Familia, f- Fam, yeah, say fam. hey, what up, Fam? And then now she's Fam forever. Yeah, and your problem is solved. Yes. Or you can just like fucking get over it because you can't do anything about it, and she's your niece. And, uh, and it's yeah, while too- she might have been a surprise, she's here now. Yeah, yeah, and she's thank God here to stay. Yeah. So deal with that. Yeah. And but be a role model to little Amelia. Mm. Or fam. Or fam. <laughs> little fam. <laughs> little fam. <laughs> okay, hope that helped. Once again, thank you for the plug. Love you. Bye. <laughs> uh, let's go to our next call. Hi, Becky and Cam. My name's Portia. Um, I'm ringing up on the behalf of my housemate and I. We're having a domestic dispute over who is using more toilet paper because we are constantly buying new toilet paper and especially in these times right like right now we can't really afford to be um, going through as much toilet paper as we do but neither of us will admit to our real um, use of toilet paper do you have any ideas of um, maybe mediation to help us get through this problem thank you bye all right I've got an idea what this is gonna sound a little crass but hear me out so the only way that I can think of 
that we can determine who is using more toilet paper yeah. in this house is that we invite all of the housemates here to the studio uh, and we get them all to ha- have a shit yeah. and then we, like, weigh and measure each of their shits. But just because you get more mass comes out of the arse doesn't mean that that should correspond to the wiping percentage. But I think that there is a correlation and it may not be an exact science, but it will get us quite close to possibly who's But it's surely it's the, the size most. of the asshole and... Well, maybe that's part of it too. Like we but can, maybe we can just measure the, the size of the assholes <laughs> instead I, of making them all do a shit. I here. think to be safe, we should stick with the shit plan and like, but where do we put it in? Do we get them to shit in buckets, separate buckets? Well, I was thinking more like we lay beautiful sheets of plastic down <laughs> on the ground. Yeah. It's all very clinical. It's like yeah. when, like Dexter, like it's okay. all like clear plastic. And we're Dexter, but it's like shit instead yeah. of blood and stuff. And they all like do shits on the ground. Mm. We measure them with measuring tape. We weigh them. Do we have to feel the density and stuff? We feel yeah. the density and the viscosity. And it's not weird. Yeah. It's scientific. Yeah. It's not. You're looking at me like as if to say. Well, it's a pretty like unorthodox plan. Yeah. My methods are unorthodox. But do they get results? We, I don't know yet. No one's let me do it. And I've gone That's door to thing. door asking Unorthodox people. methods are only usually like respected if they get results. But this could be the time that it does get a result and people will stop calling me shit boy and like freak who's obsessed with shit and stuff like that. Is that something you've been called before? Yeah, around the neighbourhood because I go door to door and say, does anyone want me to like oh. weigh, measure and like test test the shit and- things with like the fecal matter in this house <laughs> and everyone's, everyone's not into it. But I'm like trying to say to them, my methods are unorthodox. But- and if you let give me the chance, they might have results. <laughs> That's a good like sketch comedy character. <laughs> a cop who uses unorthodox methods and doesn't get results. <laughs> Just a bad cop. He's always <laughs> killing people all the time and stuff. He's always like putting his own DNA yeah. all over a crime scene, yeah. muddying up all the evidence. Yeah, and he's always like, yeah, well, my methods are unorthodox. And they're like, but they don't get yeah. results. <laughs> he just pauses. <laughs> they're like, and? <laughs> um, I don't know about that. I, I, I don't really like that idea. Can you I don't explain go- to me why? I don't want people to come in and do our shit in our studio. Okay. And I don't want, like, even just the conversation. Like, we have to meet all these new people and, mm. like, it's awkward for them. It's awkward well, for, uh, for me, maybe not you. But you're not really, like, thinking about it. Obviously, I'm not going to no, bring am- them in and go, hey, guys, take a shit. Like, there's going to be chit-chat first. There's going to yeah. be, like entrees and drinks and music playing and yeah. it's nice like I make a nice vibe there's plastic on the ground like I said but I don't know there's like disco lights there's a disco ball uh, there's a DJ I just think all of that it's just gonna be like I don't know I don't want to do it and I'm I don't like I'm sick of you always pushing me into this shit like <laughs> like pardon the pun um but like yeah you've just done this a few times where you've pushed weird things onto me like this and it's never it never turns out how you think it's going to and I'm left holding all the pieces. Okay. Are you referring to the time that I said that we should Yeah. You know what I'm gonna say? Yeah. What is it? Well we should see if people will let us kiss the tips of their penis. Yeah. And just see what their reaction is. Yeah. And it just like heaps of guys just said yes. So yeah. like we were just kissing the tips of like all these guys' penises all night. Yeah. And it was my birthday. <laughs> and like 
people had planned a surprise party for me. And we were late. And we were, well, we didn't get there till like 2 a.m. Yeah, but we did get there. Yeah, but like. And maybe I shouldn't have like come in full guns blazing and explaining to everyone yeah, that, that we just kissed 120 tips of dicks. Yeah, also because my piece. boyfriend was going to propose to me that night yeah. and then he heard that and like we're still not talking. I explained to him that it was for science. I said to him, my methods are unorthodox. <laughs> and then he said, but do you get results? And I said, well, I don't know yet. No one's no one's like, I don't know what to do with the data. <laughs> I've got pages and pages of data. <laughs> but I don't know how to turn it into, like, anything usable. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I just feel like it's going to be, like, one of those situations. And right. I'm just, I just prefer to give some regular advice. Okay. Um, one thing I want to ask, and please, I know you're upset. I can see you looking at me in, like, this sad way. Can we just move on and do the pod? Yeah, like, sure, sure, thanks. sure. Thanks. Sure. Yeah, you lead the charge. I'll just I'll be wingman. No, I'm not one. saying like don't speak up and stuff. I'm just saying yeah, like, not yeah. all. Yeah, we just can't do every idea that you kind of posit. Okay, it's just like I bought so much plastic. Mm, I and know, I've... I know, but you'll find another use. Yeah. Okay. Well, anyway. See, yeah. Okay. Using too much toilet paper. You know what could be an issue? Sometimes people get shy when they're living in a share house, and so they like to line the toilet mm. bowl with paper. Yeah. Which is using up you know, up to five to six slices of toilet paper. Slices? Sometimes I call them slices. You call them slices? Yeah. Like it's bread? Yeah. <laughs> They're not slices. Oh, yeah, they can be slices. Squares? Slices. Okay. A slice is a square, essentially. In this day and age. And in my head, slice has to be cut off, whereas toilet paper is torn off. Mm. You don't tear off a slice of bread but or pizza. But you can tear bread. And That's, sometimes... Okay, you got me there. Yeah. Well, thank, thank you. All right, you can have that. Yes. Um, yeah, so there could be an issue here of people being a little bit or like your roommate or being shy of your presence. Mm-hmm. So what you could do from now on is when you know they're going to do a shit, make it be known, like put loud music on. Care. Yeah, make it be known that you like the plot. Say loops. like, hey, <laughs> if you're going into the toilet, don't be gun shy about splishing and splashing. Yeah, I like it. I actually like the sounds that come from the human body. <laughs> Or just be like, I'm going to go for a walk. Yeah. And like make a big show of closing the door because then that person knows like, oh, I can now let loose to the best of my abilities. Yeah. (laughs) And I can just go full volume. Yeah, full bore. Or, you know, if that doesn't help at all, you can do what I did when I lived in a share house, which was I found a nearby park Mm. and I would just, I bought a little trowel from (laughs) Bunnings Warehouse and I would just say, hey, I'm going down to the park. And they'd be like, you're always down there. What are you always doing down there? And I'd go, I just like it. I just like it. And then I'd go down to the park and I'd dig a little hole and I would just do it down there and no one knew. Or they figured it out. Yeah, and the people in the park knew. (laughs) Yeah, the people in the park knew. But, like, who were they? Because there weren't many shrubs or trees to hide behind. (laughs) (laughs) But, you know, at least my housemates didn't know until they did. When they, <laughs> when they saw me down there doing it and they said, is this what you do when you come here? And you're like, major fail. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, don't do that. Yeah. I reckon broach the idea of whether they're papering the toilet bowl. Mm-hmm. Also, this is leaping into my head and I don't know if this is anything, but I remember watching Big Brother when I was mm, 
I'd say 12. Okay. And hot dogs. Mm-hmm. Simon was, Deering, now yeah. a real estate agent. Yes. hot. Do- it was hot dogs era and there was too much paper being used in the Big Brother house. Mm. And he said um, when you do a poo, wait 30 seconds or to a minute for your sphincter to fully close and then that stops all the poo and so you use less toilet paper. I remember him telling that hot to the Hot dogs house. just announced that to the house. <laughs> yeah. He's like, guys, it sometimes takes a full 60 seconds for the human sphincter to close up, yeah? Yeah. <laughs> so don't, don't start wiping prematurely because yeah. you're, you're actually getting the inside of the anus. Yeah. Wait till it closes up tight like a garage door yeah. and wipe the outside. And then it's all sealed off and you're just... He said that yeah. on television. Isn't that crazy that hot dogs has like <laughs> entered my brain in that way? Do you remember like a few years after Big Brother, hot dogs got um, charged for public indecency for getting sucked off outside of a nightclub? Really? So it just goes to show that's how good being on TV is. Yeah. You can go on TV and talk about sphincters. the human sphincter and your knowledge of it. Yeah. And you can still get sucked off. Yeah. Yeah. It's a man's world. Yeah. So I hope that helped. Yeah, I hope that helped. (laughs) (laughs) On to our next call. Hey, Becky and Cam. Um, I got a problem. Um, I am stupidly in love with my wife. She's the best. But we just have a problem in that... um, We don't don't have sex very often. Probably like like once a fortnight. Uh, And I would like to do it a lot more. But the unfortunate thing is that it causes my wife a lot of pain. Uh, so obviously I want to respect that, but also, you know, I want to, have, I want to do it. I want to do it. Um, so what do you think my wife and I can do to overcome this barrier? Thanks for your help. Bye. Um, oh, that's tough. Yeah. It's nice to hear that you're in love with your wife. It's always- yeah, I loved it. It immediately endeared you to me. I've got a friend who I don't like very much as a person, but when I saw him being nice to his girlfriend one time, I was like, I fucking, I, yeah. deep down, I like this guy. Yeah. Well, it is. Yeah. <laughs> it, it is lovely to be nice to your partner, but so many people aren't. Yeah. That's a tough one. I think, I mean, once a fortnight, you know, they're always like, oh, there's no normal, but mm. I don't think I would be happy with once a fortnight personally. Yeah. You know, it's, um, I don't know how long they've been together for. Mm. I think you go through stages in your relationship of, like, how often you're doing it. Sometimes you end up in a slump. Fuck, I'm in one now, to yeah. be honest. Where well, it's lockdown's like hard. Very, it's probably once a fortnight for me at the moment as well for the last yeah. um, month or so. And it's like, it can be fucking hard. But as long as you're doing other romantic stuff, that can get you through until it picks back up again. Yeah, like that connection is important. Like even if you're just making a nice meal together or like mm. you get drunk together and have yeah, like a funny and just chat. Cuddling and, and like flirting and foot rubs. Yeah, sending texts that are like, I can't wait to see your tits or Yeah. Or or not that. Yeah, yeah, if you don't want to do if it. you don't want to say that, you don't have to. I can't wait for in two weeks' time till we have sex again. Well, I see those titties. <laughs> um, yeah, but I mean, like when you say it causes her pain, we're, we're not quite sure what that means, whether yeah. there's an issue there. Well, that's but... the thing. I don't know if you mean physical pain or if it's just like hard yeah. uh, in another way, like yeah. psychologically. Sometimes like I know if I'm feeling really insecure about my body or whatever, like I don't feel great, I don't often want to 
have sex. Like you have to feel good about yourself to feel sexual sometimes. Mm. But, you know, it can be frustrating because sex is a very quick way to have intimacy, but it definitely isn't the only way. No, 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 no. And like you guys are married, you'll be together for a long time. There's there's other ways you can do it. You can figure yeah. out other ways to be intimate, you know. Also like, you, yeah, is it that you feel blocked off from each other sexually because you know each other so well and now it's like hard to get into that zone and then it feels a bit like uh, and that there's not enough mm. arousal happening. Mm. Um, what about like you just ask if you can jerk off in front of her? Like if you mm. really want to come that badly mm. and she's like not into it, you could be like, well, I'm so into you and how hot you are. Like, yeah. And just I know it sounds weird, but like that could be a fun solution. Because she, yeah. it might just like also snap if you show that vulnerability, it might snap her out of, you know, whatever's going on. And sometimes you just you just kind of want something a little bit different. That's mm. not just all right. We're going into the bedroom where we have sex, and yeah. we're gonna shut the blinds, and we're gonna take off our clothes and get in the bed. Bring the mattress into the lounge. Yeah, room. bring it out there in front of the TV. <laughs> pop and on some fucking. Pop on a sec a movie you know gets you both riled up. Yeah, like um, Toy Story three. Yeah, or um, Tarzan. <laughs> yeah, or Lilo and Stitch, <laughs> or like you know, um, the Goodfellas. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Godfathers part one, two and three. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. Like try try doing it differently. Like whether you ask if you can jerk off in front of her or if you ask if she wants to jerk off in front of you. Like yeah. sometimes all it takes is initiating something a little bit different that maybe you've never done before, you've never been so forward about. Yeah. And then that just kicks off a whole new wave of you guys being into each other. Yes. And a that's bath, something- a hot bath is lovely to get things going. Definitely, yeah. If you've, if that's something that's accessible to you, if if not, you can go to Bunnings and you can buy a big tub, mm. and then you run a tube from your tap mm-hmm. into the and tub. It's, and that's, it's, it can be sexy. Yeah, so, it's kind of annoying when you have to, yeah, know, empty it, and you both have to like like yeah. really use all your strength to pull the full tub over to the drain and yeah. gently tip. It up by one corner. Yeah, not too much so it So it splashes, splashes everywhere. Yeah. But, you know, there can be something pretty sexy about the tube running from the kitchen <laughs> through the house. Yeah, like a tube, it's it's phallic, it's yeah. pulsing. And there's hot water coming through it yeah. and sometimes the tube slips off the tap. Yeah, and then it's just mayhem. And, <laughs> and that's sort and, of yeah, sexy. Yeah, and then you go through this, like, panic together and yeah. then you're bonded in that. And then you're exhausted and you go, fuck it, just... Jerk off in front of me. Yeah. Because that's yeah. the thing, like, sex isn't always penetration. No. And a lot of couples think that, but there's other things you can do and it's just as hot. Definitely. Sorry. It's uh, an awkward thing to broach sometimes when you've mm. been with someone for so long because you're like, fuck, if I bring this up now, will they think that I have just been, like, keeping this side of myself secret for so long? Yeah. And they also just hope, like, they know something's going on too, but, like, there's this hope, like, don't bring it up. Yeah. Because then it'll be something you have to deal with. I've definitely been through that. And and then you end up just talking about it because there's nothing, because, fuck, you have to. Yeah. Yeah, But you don't want to, to but you have to. Yeah. I would say, like, the first step as well with this is, like, have the conversation with her. Mm. Because that sounds like, if the fact that you're not not feeling comfortable enough to do that could be a bit of an issue, that could be... Translating it, you know what? I'd say go down on her first. Yes. So she comes and she's feeling good, and then you pop up and you go, "Oh, now that you're feeling good, let's have a chit chat." (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, and face still wet. Yeah, wiping it off on the inside of your arm. Yeah. (laughs) Gargling. (laughs) 
<laughs> yeah. So I hope that helps. Thanks yeah. For calling. Good luck. I hope you guys um, figure it out, and you mm. will. You know, you're married. Yeah. You'll be together. For and there's ages. nothing like a re- renaissance of, uh, you know, mm. in my relationship at the moment. We're having a feeling of renaissance. We're both very in love, and you know, there's been periods where it's been hard, but it's really fun when you figure stuff out and you come back, and it's, mm. you know, I think you can do it. Good luck. And send us pics when you guys totally. fuck again. We would love that. We'd love to see pics and, like, you know, little videos and stuff yeah. like that. Wear GoPros on your head. Yeah. And we'll edit it together. <laughs> For your anniversary. <laughs> 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 That's something we do on the side. Yeah. Uh, thank you so much for calling. Talk to you later. Okay. Wow. Another beautiful, perfect, and flawless episode mm-hmm. of the Becky and Cam hotline. You've got it all there. You had. We had uh, <laughs> Agents of Chaos. Yes, you had a man around. obsessed with shit. Yep, we had, had a talkative, neglectful husband whose yes, wife had been shot. A recently broken up with chick who's getting out there on the apps. And a bit of a personal insights from me and Cam's love lives. Yeah, the we very end. Open up, which is, we don't often open up, but when we do, it all gushes out. Oh, we can't stop chin wagging. We can't stop. <laughs> uh, thank you so much, everyone who called. Everyone who wants to call, it's 1-800-BECKY-CAM. We want to hear from you. And just a reminder that tickets are available for our Melbourne show in November, the 6th and 7th. That's mm-hmm. at the Palais Theatre, Great Australian Podcast Festival. Get your tickets. Yeah. And, yeah, see you there. I actually really can't wait for that. I no, think it's, it's going to be, really be so fun. much fun. We can't wait to meet you guys. Yeah. Um, so, Melbourne, fucking strap in and get ready for a serious episode. Okay. <laughs> now, we must go. Our bus is here. We got to go. Bye.